Welcome back to the Bet Bros Podcast, Episode 9. Today we have a special guest with us who is a sports broadcaster, an analyst, as well as the voice for EA Sports NHL 21. He announces our games every day. We are happy to welcome James Sabalski. Are you guys like, I mean, I, thank you very much for having me on the podcast, boys, but like, is there not a thought that you guys would be sick of me having to listen to me? Like, you guys don't mute me <laughs> oh, or you guys did. go with music? It's like our favorite thing. Yeah. Like it is. Yeah, no, we love you. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I have one of your favorite sayings is, uh, you, I know you like goals, Ferraro. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Okay, yeah. let yeah. me hit you guys with a trivia question to find out just how legitimate you guys are as loyal consumers <laughs> in the NHL game, all right? All right. All right here's, 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 my, here's my two questions for you guys, all right? Carl, make sure you're awake for this. <laughs> Sam, Sam, you got to be paying attention too. Okay, here we go. All right. What, how many, first of all, how many empty net goals has Ray Ferraro scored in his career? <laughs> oh. we, we, we mentioned this in the game and it drove people nuts because it played way too many times in, in NHL 20. Might have had my announcers off in NHL 20. Oh, I remember <laughs> that, Sam. Oh, did you actually? With Snoop? No, with, no, with Snoop? I, I'm pretty sure I had them on for like most of the year, but then at the end I was like, I keep hearing these same things. Okay, it's okay. It's, it's either it's either a lot or zero. That's what I feel like. He scored two. Oh, oh my god. Okay. All right, second, second one. You guys should know this. If you guys have been playing this year and if you guys have been actually listening or just live year, going smoke playing. up my butt. All right. Here's the second question. What is the name of the referee in NHL 21? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. how did we never hear? Well, Carl usually uh, doesn't have his. You guys turn penalties off or what? Well, we all oh, we well we kind of do because we play three, so it's only like okay. Oh, fair pass. enough. Yeah, 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 yeah fair yeah. enough. Okay, okay. So if you guys aren't playing, be a pro, or if you guys aren't playing uh, season or anything like that. Okay. Well, I play be a pro. He plays. Every, every, just turns off every now, no, so. I have them on every time I don't score. It seems like you and Ray are kind of. Making fun of me because I don't <laughs> hey, You know what? I make fun of myself. I am terrible. Like I am stuck on the fourth line of my be a pro. I'm, I'm awful. I get I get maybe one shift a game where I get benched, and it's just yeah, it hasn't gone well. Like I want to punch myself in the game that some days uh, would be a pro. But the, the answer is Gillivet. So you guys went over two. Wow! So it sounds like you guys are playing FIFA or Madden. No, <laughs> no, we play EASHL all day. All right. Okay. Yeah. But no. Um, all right. Well, just to start it off uh, with the structure in the interview, we're going to ask you a couple career based questions and then uh, take it to some off ice stuff, some personal questions, and then finish it off with uh, our game that we like to call rapid fire. It's like a trivia game. Does that sound good with do you? It. Awesome. Do I have a, do I do I have a choice? Yeah. Carl, do I have a choice here or what? Uh, I mean, Free world. <laughs> well, there you go. Exactly. Democracy, right? That's right. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, my first question for you is uh, what led you into the broadcasting career path? And uh, was that always your goal from a young age? You know what? I, I think I, it was something I kind of knew when I was young. I, I was a lousy athlete and I loved to talk. So I figured it was kind of a great way to, uh, to combine both. But um yeah, I don't know if it was a cry for attention being the middle child with my uh, my two sisters, um, but it was just something I felt like I knew I wanted to do from the time I was pretty young. And 
I, you know, I just kind of pursued it. Um, I played a lot of minor hockey growing up and played some soccer and played some baseball and just like, I think what a lot of kids did growing up. And then, um, and then at a certain point, um, I, I took, uh, it was a co-op placement growing up in Ottawa in high school. You could take a couple of, get a couple of credits for kind of doing like a work placement for half a semester. And I got a placement at a community television station. So if you guys are old enough to remember Wayne's world at all, Oh yeah. So imagine, imagine, basically imagine like a cable access channel like that, uh, basically like a, a less fancier version of PBS. And I, you know, I was kind of volunteering to do everything and uh, I just did anything I could to get on the air. So I would call ringette games. I would call minor hockey games. I, I, you know, touch football games, karate tournaments. I did play by play for a karate tournament and, um, and just like just anything I could, I did uh, just to get my reps. And so that was from a high school standpoint and then took radio broadcasting in college and, and then just kind of started my journey from there where I, I fooled somebody enough into hiring me and kind of started the journey. Wow, that's awesome. Wait, so did, did anyone ever like say you had like a good voice for it or did it just kind of happen? Like, was it ever a thing when you were younger that people said you had a good voice for broadcasting or did it just kind of happen i don't you know what's funny i don't think i ever thought of myself as having that voice and i think when you're breaking into the business i think you get a few buddies i think i'd have a few buddies when we go drinking beer and you Mm -hmm. know you get too banged up late at night like oh man you've got such a great (laughs) voice and it's like you're just you're just you're just sucking up to me man come on it's uh but uh, you know you know your parents will always pat you on the back and tell you how amazing you are even when you're not and um you know I think there was probably a little bit of that but I I'll be honest with you I was when I was in college I tried to talk like an idiot um I I thought I had to sound a certain way and I'm sure there's probably some like some people have that just that natural voice where you're like wow like that is a voice yeah and for me when I when I was in college I would talk like Hi, everybody. My name is James Sabolsky. What's going on? Uh, I've got a pickle in my butt right now, and I've got to sound really uptight <laughs> right now. And, and, and I remember, like, that's how I talked for all my air, you know, and I would, you know, do all my on-air stuff, and I would talk like that. And my, my, first, um, my first real air check when I had a job, I was, I was working at this rock station, and I would update sports. I would basically do sports updates over the phone. This was kind of in the mid-90s, and, you know, we had a lot of you know, degenerate sports gamblers who loved calling into this phone line. And I would constantly update the scores for people. And, and I would get a, a little bit of a rub on the air as well. But um, my, my sports director had kind of pulled me in to play one of my updates just to kind of critique me and help me improve. And I remember him playing the tape and are we allowed to swear on this? Yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah, swear. You can and, sw- okay. And so he, he kind of stopped the tape halfway through and he said, who the fuck do you think you are (laughs) now i was 20 at the time right he's like you're not cool you are a 20 year old who knows sweet fa don't try to act like somebody you're not talk to me like a normal human being and so the one little rub of ego that i thought i had having a job and i you know i wasn't making much money at all but having this part-time job in radio like kind of thinking i'm making it in this business you know, this guy crushed my ego, absolutely flattened. It. But what he also did was he forced me to, to talk. 
he forced me to talk normal. And so as opposed to me going, hey, everybody, welcome to the nation's capital tonight for this evening's game between the Minnesota Wild and the Ottawa Center. All of a sudden it was, hey, everybody, my name is James Sabolsky. Welcome. And uh, this should be a great game tonight between the Minnesota Wild and the Ottawa Senators. And that right there really kind of turned, you know, the course of direction for me because I was trying to be somebody I wasn't. It completely deflated me at the time. But my goodness, looking back, like all these years later, I needed that. Like I needed a kick in the ass to kind of steer me in the right direction. Definitely. So it was almost like a reality check to just kind of put you in your place and get it all figured out then. Dude, it was a total kick in the butt. It was a pack <laughs> in the face to say, like, knock it off. You know, like, talk to me for real. And, and you know, and I think it's, it's, it's finding, you know, it's finding your voice. It's finding who you are. And it's that, you know, trying to be authentic. Right. And it was probably the best piece of advice that I ever had in this business because, you know, it, it forced me to just be myself. And, you know, here we are all these years later and man, I'm the voice of the NHL video game. I yes. <laughs> so it, it obviously worked out. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I can go next. Uh, yeah. I saw that you, uh, I know Canada went on that like five gold medal is gold medals in a row run back in like 2004 to 2009 or whatever for the world juniors. And I know you were there yeah. for a big part of that. I was just wondering kind of when you saw like players like Carey Price and uh, Jamie Benn and stuff, did you ever like when you right away saw them, did you just think like, yeah, they're going to be superstars in the NHL? Like, do you know, you know, Carey Price was a funny one because the year before Price, so Price had this monster performance in 2007 at the World Juniors mm -hmm. against us uh, in Sweden. And there's this classic game between Canada and the U.S. It went to a shootout. And it was, if you guys remember Jack Johnson, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. defenseman, like Jack Johnson was a stud, yeah. just an absolute stud at the time playing at Michigan and um, and, and he was just tearing it up in this shootout. And, um, and at the other end here was, you know, here was Carey Price, but Carey Price the year before the world juniors were here in Vancouver and Carey Price got cut. He got cut. And I just remember him sitting in the lobby with a couple of the other guys who got cut and they were kind of waiting for their bus to take them to the airport, send them back to their junior teams. And, you know, all the other players who had made the team, they got their Team Canada jackets and their warm-ups and they're all kind of bonding together. So it's a little bit of that awkward moment where there's, you know, seven or eight guys are watching from a distance. And Carey Price was one of those guys that would cut. And I remember he just stopped and wasn't saying it to anybody specific, but for anybody who was in earshot. And I was kind of sitting with the group of guys who had been cut, just kind of hanging out. And he just said, you know what? This sucks. So I'm going to come back here next year and I'm going to dominate. And, you know, for him to say that, it's one thing, but he did. Like, he came back on a mission and just absolutely lit it up. And to see how good he was, it was funny because I remember there was, there was a hockey analyst who I respected a lot that I worked with at, at TSN at the time when he was drafted. And I remember him saying, you know, oh my God, the Habs are idiots for taking Carey Price that high. And you know, there was a lot of criticism at the time for taking price at five. And so I think I always had that stigma in the back of my mind, but man, he was just an absolute beast at the world juniors. And then like a couple of months later, you know, he goes to the American hockey league and plays like the first time he's playing pro hockey and he backstopped the Hamilton bulldogs to the Calder cup. 
Like he went on a run as a rookie goal. He never played a single regular season game, starts in the playoffs and just goes lights out and they win the championship. But to see him, like that was a guy you kind of saw watching and you're going, man, this kid's going to be something. Carey Price was that, um, you know, other guys that kind of stood out, um, John Tavares, Steven Stamkos, those guys were kind of, they really kind of stood out. John, Jonathan Taves um, from the Chicago Blackhawks. My God, he was so good as a world junior. Um, Chris Letang was another guy who's obviously had a great career with the Penguins. That was another guy who was just a beast. And there was uh, the world junior team in uh, 2005. They played it in Grand Forks, North Dakota. And it was the year they canceled the, uh, the NHL season. And that was the year that all these guys who would have played in the NHL as rookies, they all got an extra year uh, in junior. And so you had a, a group that Sidney Crosby played on a line with Patrice Bergeron and Corey Perry. Wow. <laughs> How's that for a line? Yeah. And then your second line, and, and that was, and you know what, that was your second line. And then your first line was Jeff Carter, Ryan Getzlaff and Andrew Ladd. Oh, and so like there were, there was just so many, and, and those guys, like those guys were you just, all of those guys, you were just like, this is a team of just absolute rock stars. And from there um, you had on the, on the blue line, you had Shea Weber and Dion Phaneuf played together. And Dion was a guy who as a, a in junior, that was a guy you looked at and said, man, this guy's going to be a monster. And Dion, you know, Dion had a solid career. Yeah. Dion had a solid career. I, I don't think it, he necessarily became the rock star that some people thought he would be. I, I think he still had an excellent career by, you know, anybody who somebody said right now, Hey, would you take Dion for us career? Like, yeah, all day. But <laughs> he, uh, but he was, he was an absolute monster uh, at that time. I, you know, those were some of the guys that really stood out for me during that experience. You were there for the Jamie uh, Ben, Jamie Ben. I didn't expect because he was so quiet. He was, yeah. Oh my God. You would say like, you would say you'd walk by Jamie Ben and you know, off, off the ice and, uh, Hey Jimmy, <laughs> like, you just got like you know when you think about how badass he looks like right now. You know, yeah, he's yeah. Ski and he's big, tall, oh, but like but he was like he was like scared of his shadow. Oh man, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> you were there for when uh, you were the interview when John Tavares got pied too, right? I was, yes, I was. Um, I was there when uh, there's also on YouTube. If you uh, look for Jonathan Taves dropping an f bomb on live television, I was there for that too. <laughs> Um, but Tavares, yeah. So it started the year before there was a player on team Canada named Steph Legion. And, uh, he, he was a bit of just, a a, a shit disturber for a lack of a better description. And he wound up, um, he wound up goofing around and it talked about, I, I don't, maybe I feel like I might've put that in the ear of somebody, one of the players. And so they, they pied, Steph Legion or he had pied somebody the year before in the Czech Republic and it kind of became a bit of a gag while I would do these interviews some of the players would sneak up but then somebody got Legion in the eye with shaving cream and he kind of oh what the hell's that (laughs) (laughs) and it it was just like became a thing and then and then they kind of played it off and they got uh and then he he took a, he took a pie in the face at the end of the tournament. It was it was pretty funny. And then he wound up, I think, giving me a kiss on the cheek, and I had whipped cream all over my face. Um, so it was a, it was a good laugh. And then they carried it over the, the following year. Tavares took uh, took the pie in the face. So yes, the shaving cream became a bit of a thing that uh, 
that I feel like I may have helped. Uh, I don't know if I influenced it, but I think I definitely helped encourage it to some of these influential teenagers at the time. Yeah, sounds like it a little yeah, bit. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. A, it was a lot. You know what? It was it was at a time uh, it was I did it for, I think, about five years and I, I really enjoyed the experience. It was, you know, I, I think to do it now as a parent, I don't think I'd want to spend a month in December in the holiday season being away from my family. But it was as, as a guy who, you know, was kind of free kids. I, I had a blast. For sure. Yeah. Well, um, next, uh, getting to the next question, I seen that you want to Gemini award in, uh, 2011 for Boris best sports feature on the relationship between Terry Fox and, uh, Jay Triano. What's it like to win an award like that? And where does that place in your achievements? It's pretty cool. Um, so, so, uh, a Gemini award, they call them now the Canadian screen awards, and they're basically Canada's version of the Emmys for a, for a lack of a better description. And do you guys know the story of Terry Fox at all in America? Yeah, I, I you guys did. ever heard of him? Yeah, I, yeah. Sam, you do? Yeah. So, so just quick, just quickly for just a, a real quick, uh, you know, brief story. But Terry Fox, about forty years ago, was uh, a guy from the Vancouver area, and he had cancer at the age of twenty-one and twenty-two years old, and decided, you know what? He lost his leg. He got a, a prosthetic limb, like a, a like metal leg. And he said, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to run across Canada and try to raise money for cancer. And he started, he went to the East Coast and started out in Newfoundland. And he basically ran like a marathon every day and just started doing it. And man, oh man, he picked up so, mo so much momentum. And he got probably a third of the way across the country. And eventually had to stop his journey because the cancer reformed. And, and so he, he didn't finish the journey. But here we are 40 years later. And, you know, I think if you were to ask most people in this country, who's the greatest Canadian ever, it was Terry Fox. And I was really young when this happened. And my dad actually was a police officer in Ottawa who actually spent the day with Terry Fox. Kind of he was his kind of a sign of his detail when, when Terry came running through uh, in Ottawa at the time. But you know, it was such an inspirational story to me as a kid. And Jay Triano was the head coach of the Raptors at the time. And so Jay had kind of, we were talking one day off the cuff about um, Steve Nash had done a documentary, one of those ESPN 30 for 30s on Terry Fox. And I had joked with Jay, I said, hey, did you watch it? And he was like, uh, yeah, he didn't even include me. He cut out my interviews that I did. And he was kind of, <laughs> Jay was kind of saying it jokingly because Jay and Terry are really, uh, Jay and uh, Steve Nash are, are really good friends and are very close. And, uh, and I said, did you, did, you know, did you know Terry at all? And, and Jay kind of shared his story. He's like, yeah, we were at Simon Fraser University together and, and kind of went into detail. I'm like, holy shit, like this story, how do I not know this? How, is, how has nobody ever told this story? And I said, look, would you be cool to share it? I want to get a camera. And, and I just thought that, you know, beyond just doing a, a little report, uh, this deserved, you know, some attention. And there was a, a young producer behind the scenes named Mike Farrell. And, you know, I shared the idea with him. And he was just like, oh, my God, I want to do this story. And, and I was like, yeah, me too. And we kind of convinced our, you know, the uh, kind of the bosses to give us a few bucks to, to spend to go and put this piece together. And, and it was... Um, 
Mike did it, uh, such an amazing job kind of producing this thing. He, he even wrote the music. He, he, he's a, was a musician on the side. He, he wrote the music for it as well for this feature. And um, yeah, I mean, in terms of stuff that I brought, I've been able to help contribute to bring to life. Um, man, it is such a cool thing to be a part of. Uh, it's a nice legacy piece and I'm something I'm very proud of. It's hard to think it's been 10 years since that came to uh came to light but I, I highly recommend checking it out it was uh, it was cool I, I I heard stories afterwards that uh you know Olympic members they they watched it as an inspirational video Jay Triano would use it in uh, his motivational speeches he would play it and um yeah it was it, it turned out pretty well yeah well that's amazing and uh I think that that brings us to some uh, off ice or off career stuff, some personal questions, uh, just bringing it in. Uh, all right. What's your favorite restaurant? Favorite restaurant. Uh, you know what? Locally, I'm going to go with Mario's Mario's uh, just up the street from me. Uh, they, they make a kick-ass pizza and their pasta dishes are really hearty. So Italian. I'll go with, uh, I'll, I'll go with Mario's. Um, if you're talking, if you're talking, if you're talking franchise, you know, a place that you can go anywhere. Um, you know, I, it's tough to beat the keg, man. Like I'm a big fan of the keg. I think there's a few of them uh, kind of on the West coast in the U S but uh, what the kind keg of and, and if I'm in it, and if I, if I, if I have a chance, it, they're tough to find, obviously, especially on this side of the continent. Yeah, but man, when I'm in America, I love me some Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Cracker Barrel is yeah, I love Cracker Barrel too. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. It's what, so good. What's yeah. the keg? What? Yeah, what, what is the keg? Keg's never... a keg's a steakhouse. It's a franchise oh, okay. in Vancouver. So they're kind of there's there's one there's one in pretty much uh, every major city across Canada, and I think there's a few. I think there's some in Denver and a few there, there's a few of them in America. I don't think they've really branched out too much, but you know, it's funny, a uh, talking point. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, the other day and um, he was telling me how he has fallen in love because out here on the West coast here in the Vancouver area, Popeye's has finally started oh, yeah. to up out here. And he's like, Oh my God, I love Popeye's. I'm like, Oh my God, like Popeye's is the best. Like I, when I first moved to Toronto, when I was about 23, so I, my parents kind of helped move me there. I dropped, you know, my U-Haul van out. They, they brought the truck back. And so I'm kind of in my apartment. And as soon as they left, I hopped on the train and there was one Popeye's in Toronto. I'm like, I'm going to Popeye's and get me some biscuits and some chicken. Yes. We get their chicken sandwiches all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's our favorite. I haven't tried the chicken sandwich oh yet. Everybody read I tried here. Is sandwich. it that good? Oh yeah. Is it that good? Yeah, it's so good. Top right. tier. Okay. It's on, it's, it's on the list. All right. I'm taking your advice and I'm going to go try to find there's, there's, I think three Popeyes now here in the West coast. So I'm going to try to hit one this weekend. Got to grab it for some lunch today. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Traffic. Traffic. That was Michael's. Yeah, I think that was just idiot drivers, just idiot drivers. Yeah. Just, uh, I just, I, I, I just idiots on the road drive me nuts. Traffic <laughs> is probably the biggest pet. Yeah. Is it pretty bad in Vancouver, the traffic? Yes. Uh, it hasn't been, obviously, during a pandemic. Uh, I think there's a lot of people working from home, so it isn't, yeah. uh, it isn't, it isn't bad right now. But uh, in normal circumstances, when everybody's back on the grind, it's terrible. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of, there's a couple of, we, we have a lot of bridges and a lot of tunnels out here. So 
uh, and not a great public transit system. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, traffic is number one pet peeve. All right. Uh, who's your favorite artist? Music wise. Music wise. Um, you know what I would say if, if my favorite band is I'm a public enemy guy. Um, okay. Kind of a more, I guess, more of an old school hip hop, but I, I love Public Enemy, and um, you know, I, I've always been a big fan of the Foo Fighters too. So um, <laughs> those, those are those are two. I mean, the, the Foo's just dropped a new album. I think just Dave Grohl's the coolest guy in rock and roll. Yeah. But favorite 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 artist probably anything that Chuck D drops. But yeah, give me the Foo's and Public Enemy is my my faves. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, can I include Stevie Wonder on that? I know yeah, he hasn't yeah, had any yeah, yeah. in a long no, time. No, it's open ended. Like, you can include whoever. That's, that's my that's my that's my bucket list. Like that's the one person I I, I want to see still in concert that I have not seen. Stevie Wonder, number one. Have you seen uh, the Foo Fighters and Public Enemy in concert? I have. You know, I had a. I've seen Public Enemy a couple of times now. Uh, I actually got to interview Chuck D on a radio show I did about ten years ago, which was uh, oh my god, I was just like. <laughs> just totally fanboying out um and it, he was over the phone and then i got a chance to meet him uh we hung out after uh, after a concert um for a bit um a, a few about a year or so after that which was just just so cool man he's just so well spoken and, and just such a great storyteller and so intelligent who just seen life on so many different levels so that was that was pretty cool um and then uh, the foos I've seen, I'm going to say I've probably seen the Foo Fighters at least a half dozen times, I, I guess. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. You big I did a lot of, con- I did, I, I did, I hit a lot of concerts for a while there. I went through a phase where I just went to every concert imaginable. That's crazy. Well, yeah, I think that's pretty much all our questions with that. And, uh, what are you guys listening to? Who's your favorite artist? Carl, we- start with you. He listens uh, to ACDC a lot. Nah, they're not my favorite, though. I'm listening to Motley Crue right now. A lot of that. You like Motley Crue? Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite Crue song? Uh, I would have to either go with Kickstart My Heart or Dr. Feelgood. I play that at all the wild games when, like, they want the fans to get up. Which like, one? Mm-hmm. Start oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dun, yeah. Dun, yeah. That's, dun, such dun. A, that's, a, that's such a great hype song. Like, if you're stepping out onto the ice and just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love uh, Don't Go Away Mad and, uh, you know, 10 Seconds to Love is such an underrated, yeah. dirty song there. So, yeah, I got a lot of time for crew. Okay, what about you, Sam? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of ACDC. Whenever, it's kind of funny, whenever we have like a big game at NHL, I always play Hell's Bells right before the game. <laughs> Hell's Bells, eh? Okay. <laughs> I, 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 love me, I love me some Jailbreak. Um, the new album's pretty good, too. New, yeah. Uh, new ACDC uh okay what about uh what about you brody well uh i don't really i mean like if we're talking like rock and bands and stuff probably like led zeppelin but i usually listen Mm. i'm a rap guy so i like drake like drake's my favorite artist that's what i be listening you know and and i love what what drake what drake has done for hip-hop in this country i mean the fact that he is the biggest he is the biggest artist in hip hop right now, yeah, probably yeah. on the, probably on the planet. Right. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's remarkable, but uh, my only knock on Drake is I just don't love his voice. 
Yeah, I, I, I feel. Like, lot, I, I just I like a little more of an ass kicker for my like, I, I, you know, <laughs> I loved I, I loved Ice Cube for just kind of how how he kind of kicked. It. I, I loved Kanye, like Kanye, like Kanye's yeah, voice. Just I love Kanye. You know, Kanye yeah. Kanye's got so much attitude when he's on the mic, right? And yeah. and Drake's got like Drake's a good storyteller, you know. But I just sometimes it's just too soft for me, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I can see just, that. Just just everything, just everything's a cuddle. I just when I'm listening. <laughs> hip hop like when i'm when i'm listening to hip hop the last thing i'm thinking about is spooning like i want yeah. <laughs> like it's friday night we're going out like you know i'm ready to nod my head i got some attitude a little chip on my shoulder you yeah. know what i want to, uh, like give me some kendrick lamar uh, yes. you know, give me you know run the jewels like give me something that you know i'm ready to kind of you know don't you you come over to me i'm going to shove you just for no reason <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think I sometimes I'm a little reluctant with uh, with Drake, but like I, a tremendous tremendous respect. But he's just not my just tough to put him in uh, in my five, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. in my safe in my safe circle, if you will. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, it's like I don't know. Uh, they always hate on me because I'm so stuck on like one genre. But I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind well, the rock and roll. Brody switched it up recently too. He used to like only listen to rap. Okay, well, I'd only listen to rap around you guys. But I mean, like, I I listen to stuff alone and stuff like rock and roll. I don't gotta play the rap all the time. Well, yeah, maybe when your dad's yeah. playing it. Yeah, if my dad's <laughs> playing it. But yeah, I mean, he puts me on with the rock and roll stuff. But yeah, uh, well then, does Lizzo uh, fall? Does Lizzo fall into hip hop? Lizzo, yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, and she's from Minnesota too. Is she a mini girl? My kid, my kids love Lizzo. So yeah, whenever <laughs> like I got I got four girls and and you know we're in when we're when we're cruising around it's like I do my hair yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just they just love it. So we're all just flipping our hair. So yeah, yeah um, I heard a story about uh, when you were uh, doing the bracket playing Roman Yossi. <laughs> You uh, you skipped out on uh, your daughter's birthday to play that game. Oh, how do you know that? Are you you paying attention to that? That's good <laughs> they, Research. They, you know what? They, the game had been postponed. It was, I mean, it was the middle of the day, so it wasn't her her part. It wasn't smack dab in the middle of a party, but uh, it was just it. The, the game got delayed. There was some technical. I think Roman had a hard time connecting to the Wi-Fi at his place, so we had to delay the game, and then the game got. Uh, so then we had to play it on the 16th. And of course it was like my daughter's birthday. And, and so biz nasty kind of, it was kind of chirping for it. It was funny though, because they, they sent out like uh, they put a promotional video out there on, on social. And, and then all of a sudden there were, there were some assholes. Of course there's so many assholes on social media, but uh, there's a lot of good people. There's a lot of, there's more good than bad, but man, there's people like, Oh, what a, what a shitty parent you are for skipping <laughs> your kid's birthday. It's like, well, you know, the party was actually on the weekend and, uh, you know, it's COVID, so there's not really much in the way of parties going on anyway. But uh, and what was super cool was um, kind of the, the, the VP who was overseeing the whole event uh, for Sportsnet, she actually uh, sent over a dozen cookies the next day by courier to, to my daughter to say, Hey, thanks for letting us kind of steal your dad for a half an hour on yeah. birthday. And, uh, so she got a whole bunch of cookies and she just like inhaled. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to introduce the game? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I can, or do you want to introduce? Are we it? playing? Are we playing the game? Yeah, we're this playing. Probably the last All right. Part of it, but... Yeah. Last part of it. We'll make it quick. 
Carl, you want to explain how it works? I'm just going to ask you a couple questions. It could be random. It could be about hockey, animals, anything. You mm-hmm. it's And it's a minute long. And then uh, there's so a bas- bonus question. Yeah, there's yeah, a bonus, bonus question at the end worth two points. But basically, we do a minute of trivia with every guest we have. And then we uh, kind of do like a standings at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. to see who's okay. the leader and stuff. Is it possible that I could fail? No, 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 no. Impossible. Okay. Impossible. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll count down three, two, and one. You can pass. And you can pass. Okay. I can pa- I can pass. All right. Yeah. Yep. Let's All try right. it. All right. I'll try not to screw this up. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, go. Who is referred to as the great one? Wayne Gretzky. What animal or the rock? <laughs> what animal is the king of the jungle? The lion. Finish this line. Five dollar. Five dollar. <laughs> $5 foot long? Yep. Uh, how many rings does Michael Jordan have? Six. Who is Shrek's best friend? Donkey. Who leads the NHL in points this year? Connor McDavid. Name an Avenger. Ah, uh, Captain America, <laughs> who I just bought. I just bought a brand new, uh, uh, the first appearance of Captain America, uh, Avengers issue number four from 1966. You got 10 seconds. You got 10 seconds, James. <laughs> okay, sorry. Who needs the Canucks in points? Uh, Brock Besser. Capital of Canada. Ottawa. All right, you got it. All right, and then what's the bonus question? And then the bonus question is, Who's going to win tonight, Columbus or Nashville? I'll take Nashville. Or, sorry, Columbus. Give me Columbus. Okay, Columbus. Final answer. Columbus. And then uh, if you get that correct, we'll add uh, two points to your score. Yep. How many points did I get? Um, we got a total. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll total so quick. You're, <laughs> you're going to see on the Instagram. We'll make a whole Instagram post for it. And, and we'll uh, tag you tag in, in, it, in so. it. Yeah. Uh, before you go, James, uh, I was mm-hmm. going to ask you by chance, uh, could you do a little introduction for our podcast? Just like a little saying, be like, welcome to the Bet Bros podcast. This is James Sabolski or something like that. Something under those lines. Totally. You know what? Um, it's just you. Uh, I'll just have my agent email you guys because it's usually about 200 bucks for those. Uh, okay. But it's Canadian, but 200 Canadian, so it's only about 150 US. If that's okay right, for you guys. All right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, you fuckers. I, I'm joking. I laughed at first. And I was like, wait, you might be serious. <laughs> I, 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 I oh, I'm joking. Okay. What do you want? I'll pay it. I don't care. Okay. What do you need? Oh, you you will pay it. Okay. Well, you know. Never mind. All right. Send me send me one of those chicken sandwiches we were talking about. All right. What? Okay. What do you? What do we want? What do you want? Um, Should we do like a I'm James Sobolski and you're listening to the Bet Bros podcast? Yeah, that, yeah, okay. that would be sweet. All right, you ready? Okay, yep. you guys rolling and recording? Yep. yep. Okay, uh, coming down three, two, and then one. Hey, everybody, I'm James Sobolski. Uh, what? I can't even say my name right. Here we go. Three, two. Hey, everybody, it's James Sobolski, the voice of NHL for EA Sports, and you're listening to the Bet Bros podcast. Because they're so cool. They keep it real. Awesome. Keep it 100. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, thanks much. Thanks so James. much, James. Does that, that work for you guys? Hey, man. That was great. All right, boys. Stay safe out there. All the best. All right. Thanks for yeah, having me. You, you too. Have a good one. Cheers, guys. All the best. Nice talking to you.
just wanted to give another thank you to James for coming on the podcast. That interview was super fun for us, and uh, it felt super comfortable, too. So Yeah, he was chill. He was cool. Yeah, it was almost really like we him. already knew him because yeah. we played chow so much. So, like, hearing him talk and stuff, like, it felt like I had already met him before, which was kind of... Yeah, it was kind of weird, but, yeah. That was cool. Like, it, was, it was awesome. He's a super yeah. cool dude. I don't really I, cool. Yeah, shout out to him. Definitely on the list for uh, funniest guys I've ever met. And even though it was a short interview, uh, yeah, it was only, hilarious. Hopeful got to the, have him on in the future. Yeah, I'm sure. We didn't get to ask him all the questions we wanted to, but I think questions. that uh, once we get some more people on here, well, I mean, obviously, but in the future sometime, maybe, I don't know, just after a while, we got to get him back on. He was super cool and... Yeah, really. really friend like of the him. podcast, that's for sure. For sure. Him, and, him and Michael, friends of the podcast yeah. already. So, uh, yeah, we'll jump right from that, get into some hockey talk. Um, last night, there were a couple games on. I don't know if you guys caught any of them. Uh, the Maple Leafs and the Senators played. The Leafs kind of redeemed themselves a little bit. They won. Uh, Freddie looked good, looked terrible the game before. So, it's good for the Leafs. Uh, I think the Blackhawks played the Red Wings. The Blackhawks won that game. I pick, I picked that game wrong. You did? Yeah, I picked the Wings. Actually? I I did I pick the Hawks? No, no, yeah. Oh, I think wow. we, we cleaned yeah. Wow, I thought, I thought I picked the Wings. <laughs> well, awesome. No. Good to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vancouver got a 5-1. Yep. And then yeah. Edmonton beat uh, Winnipeg. Right? Yeah, I right. wanted to pick them. I wanted to pick Edmi- them. I picked the Jets. I, I wanted Jets, to pick yeah. Edmonton. We all did. I know. I picked Vancouver, Better though. Than yeah, yeah, I, I picked, picked Vancouver to win. Uh, Vancouver, I, I picked they look good that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. I think... Uh, I don't know what Markstrom was doing on the... Yeah. The, I mean... Well, on both of them. Well, he got the he first one. He got the one. first one, but yeah. I mean, even then, I was like... Yeah, the second one on Horvat. Uh, he did, like, bro, I, you couldn't even, like, see him go for the puck. Like, he Yeah, it looked like he just slid there. into him. He was like... Yeah, well, it was almost like... It was like an old teammate thing where he's like, "Oh, I don't want to hurt, I don't want to hurt him because he's my buddy or something." Maybe that. Did you see Tanner Pearson like chirping him after he got yeah, flipped no, by I him? Saw that. I would fucking be chirping him. I hate yeah. that shit. I don't like like that. flying po checks. And yeah, stuff. I don't like. It's like, how can the goalie do that? But like, I can't even nudge the goalie without getting a penalty or like outside him. the paint. You can. Boy. Not behind the. Not behind I mean, you net. can't like body check. Well, yeah, not body check them, but if they like collided or something, goalies still the... get penalties if they go behind the net and like hip check you and stuff. What happened? Was... Freddie did it once and didn't get a penalty. Yes, but I know. You're I know. Supposed to. Uh, it happened in the Florida game yesterday. That was. I didn't get oh, to we watch forgot about that game. game. It was an amazing game. Yeah, it was. The Canes. Well, I mean, I was updating the Instagram story a little bit, but the Canes were up two rip. Huberdo played amazing. He was showing why. He's like one of the most underrated players in the league. I'd say a top ten forward for sure. I wouldn't say underrated. I'd say he might be one of the most underrated. Players. I don't hear anybody talk about him. It's just because of the more. If he played in, if he played for the New York Rangers, or if he played for exactly, the Penguins, yeah. that's why he's underrated. Well, yeah, there's a, they're a low market team. They don't get yeah. talked about nearly as much. You're not gonna hear like anything. Yeah, Florida and like Florida just like you see how good of a record they have. You still don't even hear yeah. that much about them. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. Low market teams don't get talked about as much. Yeah, there's n- there's nothing. I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with it. It's just how I it mean, is. Like, people <laughs> kind of forget about them. Would you look at that? Florida's on top. Of what? And Chicago's. Oh, they, they play played a lot of games. games I was going to say Chicago's. Above but that's another Tampa thing Bay. is if the stars can't play their games. It's going to come down me. to win percentage. Yeah. But who knows? Because I think that they'll be able to reschedule the Stars games. I mean, I know there's a lot of them right now, but I, I just... 
I don't know. Yeah, I can't see the May. NHL just being like, yeah, no. But the problem is the Stars are going to have a lot of back-to-backs coming up now. Yeah. Because of all these cancellations, they're going to be playing like four games and four nights and three games and four nights. And so, yeah, well, they lot. got the same amount of games as Minnesota. So. Or was that even me? That was me. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... Uh, I think they'll get them rescheduled, but yeah, it's just so do they're gonna be playing a lot of. New Jersey only has twelve. I mean ten. Yeah. How many do the stars have? Twelve. Well, I mean that's two games. I don't. And then Buffalo also has twelve. Yeah, but they were both on Buffalo and New Jersey were on COVID for a long time. There's no more COVID. And Dallas was on COVID in the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's why they missed. That's why they're gonna have so many back-to-back games now. They missed their two or three. I think it was two three. against the Lightning and then one against Florida. Yeah, yep. I think it was three early on and then, and then they just missed two or three in a row now because they're not yeah, playing Nashville twice and then Tampa twice. But they're Once. It was nah, twice for Tampa? They got canceled today too. They I thought this postponed. was their first game up there. Oh. No. I thought this was their first game against Tampa getting postponed. But yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's, that's rough. I actually think... It was, or this is the first game against Tampa. I'm I pretty thought sure. it was. I'm pretty sure the last one was against the Predators, right? Yeah. Man, there's two games. And then this is their first one against. Yeah, but I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to see how uh, it all dwindles out at the end of the season. But, um, yeah, just to go back on. Yep. Two lightning games. Oh, okay, two lightning okay. games. Yeah, but uh, just to go back on uh, what we were talking about with the Blackhawks, I think they're like 7-1-1 one, one in their last nine or something. Given that four of those are wins against the Red Wings, I'm pretty sure. But Jeez. still, okay, I don't like this whole idea of, okay, well, yeah, they're playing the Red Wings or whatever. Okay, and they're winning. They're winning with these guys. We we're expecting them to not even be where they are right now. Whoa. That's like... That's like... A, I'm sure you downplay teams when they play the Senators and win, though. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, like, but you can take the Maple Leafs and be like, oh, they're, they're still winning. They're yeah, still a team. That's like classic Leafs to lose that kind of game. I know, but they they fight with teams, though. They fight with teams. Yeah, even. they do. Yeah, You're so right. it's like... Well, they also... They, I think they won... That might have been three in a row for them after they beat the Leafs that game. Is there two or three? Which is like... Two. I think it was like... They've been looking a lot better, the Senators. Ever since they... They beat somebody right before they beat the Leafs, and they've looked good since... Oh, was it? It wasn't, wasn't Canucks. Wasn't it Canucks? No, I don't think it was. I think it was Jets or Oilers. Yeah, no, because the... It wasn't the Oilers. I don't know. They beat... It might have been the Jets. Remember the last... There was like seven seconds left and Brady Kachuk tipped it in. Yeah, it was the Jets. It was yeah. the Jets. Uh, since that... Well, during that game, they look good and they look good against the Leafs. They even look good last night. I'm sure they'll look good tonight, too. Yeah. We play them again tonight and... Well, They've yeah. looked good to me. I don't know. Ever since that game against the Jets, they've looked not... I mean, I think there was a game before that one they looked good, too, but they've been yeah, picking they it got- up. They got a two-one right before Valentine's Day against the Jets. Yeah, they've been picking up their seconds. play. I, uh, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put them in a playoff spot ever this year, but they've been picking it up. They, they look like they're gonna give some teams some uh, tough games going forward here. 
Um, yeah, for sure. Well, Even the Red Wings too. I think the Red yeah, Wings have looked really good. Yeah, the Red Wings have, have looked, looked really better good. too. I, I they like. got uh, what's his name back? Bertuzzi. 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 Tyler Bertuzzi. No, I don't. I don't think he's back yet, actually. But uh, but they've they've looked good yeah. too. I've enjoyed watching they put them. Put up fights. I watched their third period last night and they played good. I mean, I don't they think. Honestly, what was the score? One. Like one nothing. Two nothing. Two nothing. To bring it out. But it was an empty net. net. Yeah, so one two nothing with an empty netter. Yeah, Maybe. I just to bring it, man. Yeah, he's been insane this year. Came, came back off that injury and just started schooling. And I heard, I didn't know that Kirby, had him on my team Kirby Doc's injury is actually a little bit more serious than I thought it was. He's missing like a couple more months still. Oh, wow. I thought it was only going to be like a month or two of the season. I didn't realize it was so, like, it's worse than I thought it was, I guess. I, it's what I'm trying to say, but... He'll be back, and uh, the Blackhawks have some really good rookies, man. Yeah. Definitely. That uh, will cost. What's their goalie's name? Not Koskinen. Lankinen. Lankinen's look good. They have a uh, Pius Suter. Is he a rookie? Mm-hmm. And, and they uh, have that other rookie that made that sick move the other night. Kurashov. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I don't insane. know where they found these dudes, but they're. I don't know either. But... Their goalie has more points than Lafreniere so far this year. Yeah, that's crazy. He's been. I mean. I've watched a couple of their games. I don't want to say disappointing, but uh, I think we expected a little bit more. You know, and it's hard coming into a league like... It's hard coming into the National League and uh, having high expectations like that. And especially being on, like, the... You know, I expect the Rangers to do better, I'll say. Like, I thought they'd do better this year, but the fact of the matter is that they haven't. And, like, playing on a team like that is going to make it hard on you being a rookie and, like, having high expectations, playing on a team that's not really playing well. Rough start to the season, Tony D'Angelo situation. He's off the team. He gets cut. And then, I don't know, I feel like there's just a lot of pressure on uh, Lafreniere. It's kind of how it was with Jack Hughes last year, how there was so much pressure on him and he just wasn't really succeeding. But I think Lafreniere is a very skilled player, just like Jack Hughes is. But I think Lafreniere is a very skilled player. He has a lot of upside to him. I think that uh, the slow side, I think he'll the slow start. I think he'll pick it up. But yeah, he's not doing good right now. Just pulled him up. He has one goal, right? And like yeah, yeah, one goal. last year, he had played fifty-two games at one hundred and twelve points. Yeah, what league was that in though? Was it? It says Q M J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quebec Major Junior. Yeah, yeah, he was tearing it up. I mean, that's why he. That's why he had so such high, high expectations. Yeah, and I, th- I think he can be good. He's really skilled. It's just he needs to take notes from Panarin. Finding your, uh, finding your like footsteps in the NHL is tough. It's been clear with a lot of players. It's tough to find your way. But I think I think Lafreniere will find his way. I think he'll be fine. I think it's just slow start. I don't think Rangers have fans have anything I mean, to worry about. They have a lot of people at his position too. Panarin. Uh, what is he left wing? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, people not being able to find their way early, the exact opposite of that, Austin Matthews, oh, God. who just absolutely tore it up his rookie year Four and goals is in his first game. Yeah, and is still tearing it up this year. It's like that dude's insane. I this think. is the best I've ever seen him, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I have never seen him play. He. They said in the offseason he worked on his 200-foot game, so like offense and defense, and he is, I think he leads the league in takeaways right now. Wow, that's I, I'm pretty that's sure he crazy does. crazy if that's true. I'm, I'm almost positive it's true. and uh, Or he was like a couple games ago, which is insane. Like, he, the past couple years, you know, 
I really did not. I'm obviously I watched like every Leafs game. Watching him was so annoying on defense because it was like he just wasn't trying. Like he wasn't getting physical. Something got to him last year in the off season. Somebody, something he thought of something. I don't know, but this year he's averaging like four more hits a game. I was gonna say he's averaging getting hit that. less. I mean, I don't know if that's really part of this, but and then like other than the physical side, he just. He's intercepting passes. He's, like, taking pucks off other people's sticks. He's look unbelievable, man. And he's just roof roof job all the time. All yeah, the time. Every shot's game. shot's been insane lately. It's Even like, last night versus the centers, it was, like, barely off the ice, but he shot it so goddamn hard. Uh, Matt Murray can't get over. Yeah. It, it was a one-timer from Justin holding him, and he just ripped it. And the other thing I love about it is that I know early in Austin Matthews, well, first couple years, first year or two, he, uh, he was a quieter guy. He didn't really, like, talk a whole lot on the ice. And now it seems like when he scores, like, he's talking to the team. Like, he's hyping everybody up. Like, telling them, like, let's fucking go, boys. Like, that's one. Let's keep foot on the gas. Like, yeah. I Does say, he got the seat? No, he's A. Tavares. Tavares is our captain. Yeah. And he, uh, yeah, it's, I think he's one of the guys where you... Originally, when I saw that he was alternate captain, I was like, well, it's just because he's, like, one of our best players. But then, like, this year, it's really shown he's – he really is a leader. And I don't even think it's just on the ice. I think it's off the ice. I think he's a leader on and off the ice. And when we win the cup this year, it'll just <laughs> – just playing. But uh, he's – he just looked great. I'm, I'm really happy with him so far this year. And uh, I think he's just going to keep picking it up, too. I don't think there's any going down for that kid. I – I wouldn't be surprised if he had 50 goals this year. 50 goals wow. in 56 games. I, I'm calling it right now. He'll score 50. We'll, we'll play this clip if that happens. He'll but score no, 50. Um, I feel like a lot of that leadership that we've been seeing could possibly be coming from Thornton, and which is why they had him on yeah. that line together. Uh, yeah. I think I read a quote the other day. is uh, uh, Joe Thornton, Thornton talking about Austin Matthews saying like he should be Hard. That was last night. I saw yeah. that quote too. Hard. Selkie. Rocket. Yeah, Selkie. He and said he just he, does everything well on the ice, and yep. I love being out there with that's him. That's that's like almost to the T, point. What yeah. to the T? What he said. Yeah, it was yeah. just he talks. I think that all his teammates talk so highly of him because they know how good he is. They same with Mitch Marner. I, I don't hear people say bad things about him. Teammates. Yeah, like, yeah They just definitely. love those guys. I think that's yeah. why uh, they've created such a good winning environment, and I feel like. Teams like the Canucks should take notes and look at that when you see their record compared to the Leafs and see the skill level yep. compared to them. It's similar, yeah. but what's different? There's defense. leaders. Well, okay, defense. defense and leadership. Defense and leadership. But, I mean, that leadership piece yes. plays and a very the, important does, role. Does Horvat even start? Like, is he on the first yeah, line? Well, they switch up. Like, well, yeah, teams switch that a lot. But I don't know. Every time I start with JT Miller, Besser, Patterson. The other thing is that uh, the Leafs don't really – they haven't – I'd say they haven't even created a winning environment right yet. I think they're creating it Creating, right now. yeah. And I think that's what maybe other teams should look at is, like, even, like, after that Senators game where they blew that lead, a lot of teams would come back as they play them again, and they would have zero, like – there's a lot of teams that just wouldn't come back and win that game. A lot of teams would, but a lot of, there are teams that wouldn't. And, like, you got to look at it as, like, look at how some teams are able to bounce back because they have that leadership and they probably have guys in their locker room that are telling each other, like, let's get this W. We can't we Yeah, can't especially lose this to game. the Sens. But yeah. Yeah. 
and that's like a tough game to lose. And honestly, I thought about it that night after we recorded. I I went out. I went over to my girlfriend's and I came home that night. And I thought I was like, you know, I'm not even that upset over the loss. I think it's more of like, a, I think in the long run, it's one of those things that's like it's good for your team. Definitely. Like it's always good to have downs in your season. Kind of like Carl, you're a Stars fan. Uh, I was talking to you about that tweet the other day about how in their Stanley Cup run they had downs. Like, they had ups and downs and lows, highs and lows, and sometimes yeah. the lows are really low, and I think that's good for a team. Yeah, it is, for sure, because, you know, people, they get low, and they can only go up, you know? and uh, You got to get low to get high. You got to get high yeah. to get low. Yeah, so uh, I feel like that's why they succeeded, and also players really stepped up and actually really wanted it. Yep. And uh, that's, that's what hockey is, man. You and know, I know, I know we... Sorry. As long as your best players are uh, out there doing what they got to do and the role players. It's really on the role players, to yeah. be honest. That's every sport. I'd say a lot of pressure is, yeah, because they got to step up. If, you're not, if your team doesn't have depth, it's tough exactly. to win. But I would say, uh, I know we had talked about how Wayne Simmons might not be that big of a factor missing him, but, buddy, I think, uh, I think it's pretty big. I think they've looked a lot different without him. I think when he comes back, it's going to be huge for them. Or maybe not. <laughs> Maybe it crashes, though. No? no, I think it's going to be huge. I mean, I don't think there'd be any negative effect on it. Uh, I think, it, like you said... Well, he adds depth and Yeah, toughness. you can, you can only it... go up from there, but... Uh, and color. It <laughs> 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 does. Yeah, but... Uh, no, yeah, you were telling me about uh, that with the Canucks, how you're saying, like, every team needs to have, like, the struggle to be able to... Yeah, I think you need have, adversity to be successful. Well, yeah, it's like... This, this could be the Canucks' year for their struggle. Yeah, it could. I mean... You never know. They turn it this around. could all If they turn it around, you know how good the start of the season would be for them? Like, if they would, they would know how to win after being down so bad like that. True. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was a good start... Uh, if that's headed in the right direction after watching uh, last night's game, seeing that it possibly could yeah, be. Yeah, I think, I don't know, though, the Flames have been looking rough. Yeah, they I mean, have, obviously, they, they was a great one for the they have, I don't take away from that at all. Their, their upcoming schedule, I mean, the Oilers, I bet they can get one out of there, but they got the Jets back-to-back. The Leafs play the Oilers three times in a row coming up. They got the Oilers two games, Jets again, then the Maple Leafs, then the Canadians, then the Oilers, and then the Senators back in March. Yeah, the Oilers have looked really nice lately. Yes, yeah. speaking of them, McDavid hit his 500th point. 501, actually. He yeah. got two points. but Or I don't know how many points he yeah, had in that game. That Was game? it two? Yeah, but uh, yeah. Hit 500, same amount of games as Crosby, you guys said? Yep, the exact same. 369, I think. Yep. Or, 321, That's, maybe. Bro, I saw the stat, though, where it was like it took him this many games, like these players this many games, and then Wayne Gretzky's just got like 50 less than yeah. everybody else. It's He's like, bro. different, bro. I mean, he, uh, different time. Insane. But yeah, no, congrats to Yeah, congrats David. to Connor. That's insane. And staying, and come insane on the pod to talk about it with us. Come on the Facts. pod. McDavid, if you're listening. Don't come on the pod. Just talk on the pod. Come on, bro. We don't need you busting no nuts okay. around. All right, all right. Well, anyways, also, uh, we're going to talk about the Lake Tahoe game. Oh, yeah. Our I favorite was... commercial, that little ASMR commercial. Oh, yeah. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. NHL. Yeah, yeah I love that commercial. But, yeah, I don't. have you guys seen pictures of the rink? Uh, I have not. No, it's beautiful, dude. I've 
Um, well, I know that we're uh, catching a plane uh, to the game. Yeah, I don't think there's even in-person yeah. attendance. Yeah, but the Bad Bros are different. We are different. You'll hear that from James Sobolski. Yeah. Yeah. We keep it cool. We're different. That's what I'll say. Yeah. But no, I... This is the rink I thought it was supposed to be on ice. No, they can't freeze that water. It doesn't get, like, frozen. Yeah. Look at it. Imagine making a save on that being the goalie. So is there snow then? Is it cold? Over here, not on the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reading on ESPN right now. Uh, why the NHL Lake Tahoe series is a risk and where the next fanless outdoor games could be. There's two games, though. I think it's Golden Knights versus Colorado. Yep. Who's the other one? Is it the Flyers? Uh, yeah, Flyers and uh, Bruins. Bruins, yeah. Bro, the, so they get so game. many outdoor games. I hate that. The Bruins have had a lot of outdoor games. I think... Well, I don't even hate it. It's just well, the Leafs have had a couple too. But like, I just wish like I, I wish Minnesota had more. Yeah. I mean, we definitely. get the Winter Classic next year, but like in Minnesota, we've only had one outdoor game. Was that it, supposed to be this year? Yeah, and it was that Stadium Series game where we smoked the Blackhawks. Oh yeah. But yeah. <laughs> no, that, I I totally agree though. I feel like with uh, how big of an impact. Uh, hockey is in Minnesota and how many fans we have here just hockey fans in general not even like just NHL fans but people want to watch hockey and uh, if they put in the right month it's not too cold I would be happy to go check a game out but definitely not with the weather we got right now I'm staying in my house watching it on the couch oh it's like summer right now it's like 10 degrees yeah okay yeah 10 degrees that's polar vortex has been messing us up though it's been like negative 20 for the past like four days i mean we used to go on a walk every single day together around you just be saying (laughs) shit to say it bro like again oh it's 14 outside is insane. Yeah, so 14, that's that's nice, you know. It's like, not. It's cold <laughs> as hell. That's below freezing by at least 18. Yeah, it's got to work. I'm excited for it to warm up here at the roller. We haven't skated in a while either, boys. No, we it's been so fucking cold. Brody, yeah. don't ever want to do it. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> mister. I'm sleeping. I don't want to hear it. The cat. Nobody fucking asked. What so do you what do you mean, mean Mister? I'm sleeping. He'll ask, and you'll be like, "He oh, asked oh, my once. Legs he asked. No, he it's not. Once. It's usually ever, not sleeping. When, it's usually. Nah, I want to watch the game. No, yeah, no, way. it's always it was him. One time. I don't know why it you're putting this on me. One time. It was one. Right, I don't know why you're putting this on me. It's never been me. I always want to. I've always gone. When? Nah, bro, my skates ain't sharpened yet. That was the same excuse for the same day. What are you talking about? Wait, what? I was not going skating. No, you. You've said no, you've canceled on it I've a never couple canceled. times. I've Not canceled, canceled, but once. said I don't want to. I've only, it's been a few. No, because the one time you was trying to go with we need uh, we need an ISO cam on you. At you all was times. trying to go to uh, with Jake and Josh, and Brody said, "Nah, I don't really want." Shut to. the fuck up, dude! You, you were sitting in the party together. What do you mean? Yes, we were, and I'm like, bro, I want to go, and you're like, my legs are tired. Yeah, my legs. No, you guys did. Yeah, that was the one. Time. I replied to you. I said, someone oh, just did. No, no, I was with Brock. I was with Brock that no, day. No, yeah, because then I texted and I was I like, let me know if y'all want to go. I was I was with Brock that day. The other time, you're like, bro. He's skating with. He's probably skating. He wants to skate with Jake and Josh or something. No, that was the same day. No, this was, was a different day. day. No, no it was okay, the same day. forget about it. Forget I about will. it. I had plans. I will. It was the fight. Was no, the, that wasn't. I don't. That was think, a Saturday. That was a different. Yeah. We no. I was trying to hang out with you and. Uh, oh yeah, Ellie and yeah. Taylor. Yeah, that was a different night. 
Okay, you have to, I don't so, know what you, right. I never cancel. Your ass is always I'm not too saying tired. you cancel. I'm saying it was one time. And stop saying that too tired shit, nigga. You're literally asleep. <laughs> when I'm not doing shit, I sleep or beat or play. You feel me? It's what I do. We're cutting that out. Nah, we don't need to cut that out. Okay. Carl sees the star score one goal and he whips out the Jurgens and a couple of Kleenexes. That's so. a fact. That's a fact. Dallas do them things to a nigga. Um, so, as you know. But yeah, that brings us into our picks then. Wait, no, I wanted to talk about the Islanders really quick. Well, yeah. No, I just wanted to say something. Okay, say If it. you're an Islanders fan, enjoy Matt Barzell while you have him because he's not staying. Yeah, for real. He's coming to the he, stars. No, nope. I don't know where he'll go, but he carries that team so hard. He's yeah. going to get tired of it. He's going to get sick of not having a home arena, and he's going to leave. I feel like he's already kind of sick. Yeah, he probably is. He almost held out on his contract this year. Yeah. He probably only signed because he's like, well, it's COVID. Uh, you got to sign somewhere. And I think he was restricted. I'm yeah, pretty sure he, he was RFA. restricted. Yeah, he was RFA. How many years? Seven million. Well, how many years? Uh, let me check. Let me go I think it's only two. Yeah, until yeah, 2023. Islanders fans, kiss his feet. Kiss him goodbye because he's not staying after those two years. And if he does... It's only 23, too, man. He's going to be nice. Yeah, he... I. I mean, he is right now. He ca- he's saying. been carrying that team so hard. They've picked it up lately, but for the first when before they were winning these like four games in a row, and he probably he still is carrying, but his back's gonna get sore, and he's gonna leave. I don't really know about carry. He only got five more points than Lee and Gabriel. Can't say that. Pajot. Yep. And then I I think it's on the goaltending. I think, I mean, I think not Arlamov has been like, insane. Yeah. And that other dude got his, I can't remember Three his name. Three but he just got his first win. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I, uh, Sorokin. Sorokin. I think that is how you say it. I don't know the first name, but. Ilya. 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 Sorokin. Yeah, he got a shutout. Yeah. No, so, I mean, they've looked nice. Well coached, too. Barry Trotz is a great coach. Yeah. yeah. And they play, uh, Pittsburgh tonight, right? I guess that leads us right into our picks. You want to pick first? Yeah, I can pick first. Uh, I yeah, think, they are playing Pittsburgh. I think I had like an idea of it, but um, well, in that game, I'm gonna go with the Islanders again. They've looked amazing. I don't think. I mean, the Penguins are coming off a loss to the Caps, but uh, the Islanders have looked good. I think they're gonna win. Um, Capitals, Sabers. I'm going with the Caps. Uh, yeah, they've looked nice. Buffalo is coming off of COVID. Two losses to the Islanders. Um, they could have a bounce back game, but I don't, I don't know. I don't see it happening tonight. Uh, Flyers, Rangers. Going with the Flyers, it's the bet of the day. Uh, Rangers under 2.5 goals. We're hoping for like, I don't know, 4-1 or something like that. Uh, Predator, Predators versus Blue Jackets. Hmm. You know, this what did James a, pick? He, he, picked he picked the Predators, and then he switched to Columbus. Yeah, he picked Columbus. I, I can see why. I mean, it's it's a tough one. I'm going to go with the Blue Jackets. Uh, I think they're better than the Predators, but uh, the Predators have been fighting, so we'll see. Uh, Blues, Sharks, going with the Blues. I, I don't, oh, no, the Blues just played. I, I'm not sure what the final was. I'm not too high on them this year. I'm, not, I'm not either. That whole division well, is if Without Tarasenko. Yeah, that, that division. They still don't even Other than, like, Colorado and Vegas, I don't know about that division, man. 
Um, Leaf uh, Senators. I'm going with the Leafs. I, I, I can't pick the Senators against them. It's just too hard. Uh, Bruins, Devils. The Devils look nice against the Rangers, but I'm going with the Bruins. I think they're the best team in the league. They just got beat, too. Who, like a couple of nights ago, the when, when the Leafs yeah. lost that game, I think the Bruins lost that night too. So yeah. bounce back for them. Uh, Coyotes, Kings. Um, I'll go with the Coyotes. I'll go with the Coyotes. Uh, the Kings looked pretty good against the Wild, but uh, I think Arizona's look nice, and I think they'll cap that off. Uh, Ducks, Wild. I'm gonna go with Anaheim. I'm sorry, I don't like picking against the Wild, but they looked. Just not very yeah, they got smoked. Well, they got a lot of people out. They got uh, a lot of young guys in their lineup, and I don't think they can fit the same role that uh, the veterans were playing. So, yeah, I, I got to go with Anaheim. They've looked good, too. I'll go picks. next. All right, first game. First game I do with Toronto. I think they'll win again after last night. I think the Ottawa will fight back again, though. I think it'll be a tough game. Uh, I'll take the Ducks over the Wild. Ducks have looked all right lately, and uh, the Wild just, yeah, they, they looked really bad. Lightning versus Star, I'm not going to take anybody. Um, Devils versus Bruins, I'll take the Bruins as well. Like I said, Bruins lost that last game. I think they'll have a nice little bounce back. Unless they've played since then, but I don't think they have. No. Rangers, Flyers, I'll take Philly. Kevin Hayes is my boy. I love uh, – I'm on the Flyers train this year. I think they're going to win this game. They've looked good all year, so I think they'll so. keep playing good. New York Islanders versus Pittsburgh. I'll take Pitt. Uh, Columbus and Nashville. I'll take Columbus. Line name Roslovic have looked really good. Or Roslovic? I'm not really sure how you say it. I think it's Roslovic, yeah, though. Yeah, I think it's Roslovic, yeah. But, yeah, they've looked really good, and so has Columbus. Atkinson's nice. I think they'll probably – Merzlikens and uh, Corpusal are great goalies. So, and then uh, Buffalo versus Washington. I'll take Buffalo. Taylor Hall hasn't scored a goal in over like ten games, so I'm looking for him to score tonight. I'll take Buffalo. San Jose, St. Louis. I'm going to take St. Louis. Like, I'm not that high on them this year, but I, I think they're a lot better of a team than San Jose. And then I'll take Phoenix. I like Phoenix a lot. Arizona. Arizona, yeah, my bad boys. <laughs> I, I get caught. Shout out to Biz Nasty. But, I caught uh, yeah. myself. I was like, oh, Arizona. Yeah. I was about to say it. Too. I'll take Arizona over LA. Well, to get into my picks, start off with uh, Buffalo versus Washington. Um, I, I like Buffalo. They're my guys, but I'm going to have to go with Washington. Um, hopefully, Taylor Hall doesn't score. So I'm playing Sam, and I don't need no more points. You got Taylor Hall? Yeah. Uh, hopefully Jack Eichel scored all. You did? Uh, anyway, uh, Nashville, Columbus. Give me the Predators. You feel me? Um, they lost, I think, who was it? I can't remember. But bounce back for sure, my boy Flip. Oh, actually, no, their game just got postponed. So they're coming off a little break. And uh, Oh, I thought you yeah, meant the game tonight. I was like, well, yeah. shit. Um, New Jersey at Boston. Although New Jersey did win the other night, Boston's just a better team. Uh, Islanders over Pittsburgh. Philly over the Rangers. Toronto over Ottawa for obvious reasons. Uh, ooh, that St. Louis, San Jose game. That's going to be a nice one. San Jose, uh, Arizona for obvious reasons. And then... 
Anaheim. For sure. And I think that'll probably, uh, I think that's all we had for this podcast, boys, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so uh, we'll make sure and I'll make sure and get that out to everybody quick. And I think we got, we'll probably record again this weekend. I think we're actually, you guys want to stream some games Saturday night? I think that was. Yeah, that sounds like something I'd yeah, be interested so in. Yeah, so if you're listening to this and you're interested in coming in and tuning into our Twitch stream, we'll be interacting with fans and stuff Saturday night while we watch some hockey. Awesome. Get the uh, dual screen action going for these games and watch them. Sounds good with me. Carl, you have any other words? Um, uh, on the football, uh, Carson Wentz oh got not just playing. <laughs> you got anything else you want to say? And also, radio killed the video star. You got it right this time, guys. Well, wrong, but right. All right, everybody, thank you guys so much for coming in for uh, episode nine. We're almost at ten episodes on this pod, and... Uh, We'll see you in the next one. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys.